up, Internet? Thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Dumpster Diaries. My name is Justin Allen, and I'm here with my buddy... Moses. And we are here to give you the latest and the greatest, from comedy to G-Wiz information, and sometimes, I don't know... Nuggets of truth? Yeah. Anything that kind of makes your brain twitch a little bit, I guess. I don't know. So, how you been, man? Pretty good. It's yeah. hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work this morning. I worked four miles, and now my uh, ass is chafing. So. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's always good. That, yeah. That Texas swamp ass. Oh yeah. Oh god. Gotta dude. love it. Uh, I've gotten it so bad sometimes in the past, man. I'm like literally walking bow legged and stuff. Yeah, I was doing that a little bit earlier. <laughs> I had to like walk on, change my undies. They were just soaked, disgusting. Yeah. But. Yeah. As long as I don't move out of this chair, everything's gonna be okay. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see you got some new tattoos, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, how those feel? They sucked. Yeah. Straight on the finger bones. For those of you just listening on audio only, uh, he's got some tattoos on his knuckles now, and they that sucked. looks painful. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Man, I gotta tell you, I, I don't know, you know, like, I've been traveling a lot this summer, right? Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, 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 you know, uh, I know I told you I went to a couple places, um, but, you know, I just got back from Portland, Maine. And for those of you who have not been there, that is a pretty cool city to go to. I would describe it as a hipster town, has relatively no crime, and everyone's chill. Plus, weed's legal. So if you're tired of getting harassed by the police, give it a shot. I enjoyed it. Nice little coastal town. Nice. A lot of old money there and stuff. But uh, one thing, fish money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old fish, <laughs> that's one thing I found. Like either like people there were like mega rich because it's a touristy town, right? So, like, you had, like, all these, like, multi-million dollar yachts and stuff, you know, and... I wonder how they feel about the fucking yuppies and shit over there. Like, <sighs> if they know. were, like... I feel like, because, you know, they had to actually work, and then they get... They probably come back from a long fucking summer of lobster, whatever, yeah. like... They, like, come back <laughs> and just see whatever. all these goddamn bums around here. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. But, I mean, like, I would say everyone there was, like, really friendly. Yeah? Yeah. I know you've traveled a lot in your past too, man, but uh, it kind of reminded me, which we've both been here, but it kind of reminded me of Amsterdam a lot in some ways. Oh, right on. Yeah, I mean, they don't have, like, you know, legalized prostitution yeah, and stuff. Yeah, pussy slapped all over the windows. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, they, it was a clean city. Uh, I mean, every, the architecture was amazing. It was real old, you know, a lot of older buildings, you know, from the 1800s and stuff. And, you know, they, um, just really cool, man. Real, real cool little touristy area, you know. I, I, like I said, I described it as, like, a little hipster town, man, and. Everyone's really nice. I will say this, though. Um, all the businesses I saw there, none of them were, like, chain restaurants. Oh, like, like chain businesses. mom and pop type stuff? Yeah, they have them, like, further That's out. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, it was, like, it was like individually owned So, small like, I guess probably more community-driven in the area. Yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty aware of that, man. And that, that was pretty cool. Like, But uh, one thing I did notice is a lot of buildings had defund the police signs. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I remember asking, because um, I, I never really saw a lot of a lot of, a lot of police presence while I was there. I mean, because like down in, folks who don't know, down in Texas, I mean, you can't throw, underhand throw a baseball without, you know, seeing a police officer. Yeah. And, because um, we have so many of them. But up there, I didn't really like seeing any, man. And, um, you know, I, I, I was talking to my Uber driver, and I, you know, when I first landed, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I kind of do this anytime I travel, like, you know, what's... What's the places not to go? Yeah, yeah. Right? Where, where should I avoid? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The rough neighborhoods. <laughs> what, like, where am I going to get robbed? Yeah. Like, all this, you know? Rob, shot, beat, whatever. And he was just very honest. He was like, hey, man, he was like, in Portland, like, we just don't have that here. Damn. He was like, you're, you're safe. Like, then he proceeds to pull you into a back alley and mug you, like. 
Yeah, you know, like, there was a part of it where I was like, oh, God. Yeah. He's like, you're safe with me. Trust yeah. me. Oh, man, I got to tell you. Uh, so I was with my old lady, right? And uh, so she, uh, it was the first time she ever got an Uber, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she, I mean, she hasn't done like an excessive amount of traveling in yeah. her life. And I, this is probably the hundredth time I've used an Uber. And, like, the whole time, like, calling it, she's just, like, thinking we're going to end up on an episode of the first 48. Like, who, who's coming to pick me up? Like, <laughs> where, where do they look like? Where are they at? <laughs> I was do they know to... where we're going? <laughs> yeah, I was like, look, they're not not going to, like, drive us in the alley. Be like, like, this dude has 37 <laughs> reviews. He's been driving for six years. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's not going to. Yeah, man. Like, our life is worth more to him. He's, he's going to want to keep on making his money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's cool. He's a nice guy. You, you know, Kenya. He's from Kenya, um, immigrated over here, you know, he's making a living and stuff, and, you know, I, you know, thought his story was pretty compelling, gave him a good $20 tip, and he was, like, super appreciative, man. We don't really see that around here. Like, I know. Up in, it seems like up north, like, I flew into Washington a while ago, took an Uber, yeah. the dude was from, I believe he said he was from Nepal. Oh, okay. But, I mean, he was a cool guy, nice. Yeah. I could understand most of what he said, but <laughs> he was a nice guy nonetheless. <laughs> it is a weird, like, you know, not to, you know, throw shade on, you know, other cultures or anything like that, but isn't it the worst when, like, you're in a position where you need something and there's a huge language barrier? Like whenever you have to call any tech support? <laughs> <sighs> yes, I'm sure your name is Nathan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always, like, you know, I, I don't know, like, you remember, like, because I know you traveled throughout Europe and stuff before, you know, and, uh, you know, so have I, and especially, you know, days of traveling through Asia and everything, like, the whole, like, if you just go to, a, like, a fast food restaurant, like a McDonald's, it's like, you're pointing at numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you're just thanking God they have pictures on the shit. <laughs> Other than that, you'd be, be like, I don't know, I want something to eat. Yeah. Like, try not to give me fucking squid on a hamburger bun i don't know yeah oh god wasn't that that was crazy man being in korea seeing like shrimp burgers at mcdonald's the shrimp burger was good that shit i, I couldn't eat it i man. love i love seafood but but mcdonald's is better everywhere besides america don't you like, I like america has the shittiest mcdonald's oh 100 percent, dude 100 percent. like when i was in germany man I ate McDonald's and I was like, "This dude, German McDonald's is like gourmet shit." Yeah, I was like, like it, "This is a fucking cheeseburger." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I was like, "Holy crap, man!" <laughs> but uh, I do like you know when Americans like typically travel, right? Especially like if they're not well versed like in cultures they're going into and stuff. Like, oh, they go to what they know. They go to what they know. Yes. And it's always. I'm telling you, people, it is always a fucking McDonald's. It's like meet me at the McDonald's. We can figure out where we're if going. If they can't from there. see one within eye distance, there's probably a Popeyes, and that's where they're gonna go secondary. Like. <laughs> When all else fails, they'll go with the chicken. Oh, it's totally true, man. Hey, dude, I got, I got to tell you, man. Did you see that uh, uh, that crazy uh, whale story um, about the cruise ship? No. Oh, yeah, man. I read it when I was on vacation in Portland, and uh, it kind of reminded me talking about it. So there's uh, these islands off the coast of Scotland called the Faroe Islands. Yeah. Right? And these people have been for hundreds, probably thousands of years, been hunting whales, right? And it, It's it, probably like their way to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a small island, only, you know, a few thousand people, I guess, something like that. And there's not really a whole lot there. And so one way that they've, you know, they get, I mean, they, they use 100% of this whale, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I don't know how many times a year they do it. But they'll have, like, a bell in the town that they ring. And it's this huge ceremony. Like, the whole, like, village, the whole island gets behind it. And they just go out in these boats. 
and they just blast like sounds in the water, throw like steel pipes and they're hit it with like hammer. It freaks <laughs> these whales out and then they just like like push them like into Like just bum rush them and beat them to death. Like. <laughs> you push them into a coastline and then there's just like hundreds of people just waiting with nets and spears and clubs and sh- and they just I mean they fucking slaughter these They things. make the children go first. They're like <laughs> four years old, four to six, they got the spears, they're on the front lines. <laughs> jamming them they're like go for the eyeballs go for the eyeballs <laughs> go for the soft spot yeah, the soft spots <laughs> no don't get the skull but uh yeah so i guess there's like this cruise ship man and uh they they're you know doing normal you know just cruise ship shit where they're just driving around yeah the probably probably whale washing <laughs> <laughs> we're going for whale. oh that'd be perfect man it's actually like designed for whale watching and stuff but uh they took a. They took, you know, a bunch of passengers, and they were going past the Faroe Islands. I guess they were pretty close. And it just so happened to be when they were having this ceremony where they were hunting these whales. The so, stars aligned. And- <laughs> <laughs> the universe spoke, man, and said, today you got to witness a small genocide. And, dog, they fucking brutally murdered these whales in front of thousands of people. And they were just like, what the fuck? The cruise line, like, apologized. Apparently they were talking about, like, you know, they're partners with a non-profit that they give money to the save the whale foundation i think it's called orca it's all capital like o-r-c-a or something i don't know anything about the organization i mean you know but uh i just thought that shit was funny and then now everyone's like coming out like against like this small village man fuck i mean be like send the send them to that small town i'm sure they have no imports or exports they're gonna be wanting that damn whale you're gonna be real hungry after a while and they ain't gonna have no they probably have the old uh whale blubber lanterns and shit up there like (laughs) i don't know maybe they're fucking living in the dark ages still (laughs) (laughs) they ring that bell and they're they're like just drop whatever they're doing like time to kill witchcraft is still a real problem oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) they still have hanging trees over there Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah. So I guess like now, like a lot of these like activists are coming out and just like just shitting on this small community. And then that's I, bullshit. Like they don't they don't attack like native tribes for hunting animals in other locations. I know. It's man, just because yeah. it's a whale. Yeah, and I was kind of like, thinking like you know that's kind of like the most like caring thing like to go into another society like another culture. Yeah. Or witness that and be like you have to change based on my beliefs. Yeah. Like I understand conservation is a real issue, right? Like you can't like completely destroy an apex oh yeah it's not but it's not like the fucking elephants where they're like hunting for the tusk and just wasting the rest of the elephant shit like if they're using it that's different yeah i like these ivory keys on my piano yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like or my elephant foot umbrella stand i mean (laughs) i'm pretty sure we can figure out some new shit (laughs) but yeah man so just going in there and it's kind of like just more real arrogant thing but the cool thing that i like and i think he's the mayor of the town he's come out just like a gangster and he's just like basically like eat a bag of dicks he's like we ain't changing shit come over here you're gonna be the next whale yeah yeah man grind you up and sling you in the ocean too (laughs) (laughs) yeah man you you went to ireland though right oh well we were talking about scotland but i mean you know like i went to ireland too did you go to northern ireland or did you go to like the republic of ireland i went to the republic okay all right so like downward dublin well yeah i I went it was fucking corn i went to i went to dublin ireland on saint patrick's day what dude how crazy was that it was crazy there was very few island or ireland people that i noticed everyone was like from everywhere else like really it was a bunch of fucking americans over there well shit man when i when i when i went to ireland they uh they told me that the population of ireland was only about five million but Mm -hmm. they uh they said on average they get about 15 million tourists a year damn 
that their entire industry is kind of like really based around. Like, is that one of the places that pays people to come and live over there, or is that Scotland? Oh. I know there's like some. I know when I don't, I, rem I don't remember if it's in the UK or if it is Ireland. I took a trip to the Cliffs of Moher, and uh, I remember our tour guide was telling us that essentially because it's very very. Cause you, did you did you get a chance to see the Cliffs of Moher? No. Okay, so it's a very like remote area. And so out there, um, the population of people is like extremely small, but there's these cliffs that back up to like the ocean and it's a very iconic, uh, scene. It's a beautiful place. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, it takes a little while to get out there, but, uh, if you travel there, 10 out of 10 recommend well seeing that it. shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, for all the Harry Potter nerds out there, uh, I think in Harry Potter six, when, uh, Harry's getting the hoarder crux. Uh, the necklace, and he has to go into that cave with Dumbledore and all that. That's where that was filmed. So. Oh, shit, okay. A little tidbit of information, yeah. You know, HP nerd over here, so. But, um, but yeah, so, like, in in that little region, um, they still speak Gaelic, primarily. Mm -hmm. So, what our tour guide described to us, and don't quote me on this 100%, is that with the younger generation, like, English is becoming a problem. Because, I mean, you know, like, going out, everyone speaks English. Yeah. You go in the cities. Everyone speaks English totally fine. I mean, they have street signs and, like, Gaelic and stuff. Yeah, but, like, yeah. everyone speaks English. And so they had an incentive there where they would, like, give you a huge tax benefit to, like, buy a house, build a house out there, and then, I think, teach English. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a pretty sweet gig. Not a bad idea, man. You want to talk mean, about not having neighbors? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, interesting fact about Ireland, man, I actually read that... Out of the entire country of Ireland, the furthest you can ever be away from one other person is four miles. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That's weird. If you come out of Texas, you got ranches that are like <laughs> longer miles. Than that. Yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> that kind of blew my mind. I don't, I don't know if I could live there with like crazy, you know, like that. I mean, I liked it. It was beautiful, but like, I don't know, man. I kind of like. It's like one of those places you get away. Like, you know? Yeah, it's cool to visit, but don't want to live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Nah, fuck that. I think I could live there. Yeah, that's a great place. I mean, <laughs> if they're paying me, I'll go out there and be like, hey, you motherfuckers speak English? I'm yeah. going to teach you. <laughs> like hang up a Texas flag in the front yard? Yeah. <laughs> teach them southern redneck. <laughs> <laughs> they come, they're like, where's the cornbread, man? It's called honky-tonk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you don't even actually speak like that or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I did like a, I like the, did you go to the Guinness Brewery while you were there? I did. I went to Guinness and Jameson. Yeah, so did I. Now, the Jameson one was like real short though. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. Did you get a bottle while you were there? I didn't get a bottle. I drank while I was there, of course. Like mm -hmm. at the end of it, they give you like a choice of what you want, like in a glass. Yeah, yeah. And you remember what they gave you? No, I was already drunk before I even got in there anyway, so... Like, you're wasted? I was like, well, give me whatever the fuck has the most alcohol is with the one I want. You got some Everclear in the back. Yeah, and they're like, we have this old fucking swish barrel, like, have some of this bullshit. Just, like, slime in the bottom. Yeah, it's like the shit that no one wants. It's their used stuff. They're like, oh, give this fucking idiot this. I like the, uh, I like the Guinness Brewery, man. That thing was cool. The Guinness one was cool, and you got what? to keep the cup, and you poured mm -hmm. it yourself out of their fucking thing. It which... was, what, like, nine, eight, nine stories high? I mean, it was tall. It was building, big, man. yeah. And, you know, for people who don't know, like, at the at the top of the Guinness Brewery, it's this, it's this huge building. Um, but at the top, you can oversee the entire city of Dublin. And they have a bar up there. They got, I think they call it the Sky Bar. Isn't that what they yep. called it? Yep. And then, uh, so you can get a Guinness. You can get a Guinness Blonde. And I think they have a, a non-alcoholic 
Guinness now they serve up there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because I was taking a break. Even the kids can get them. Yeah, at the time, I was taking a break from drinking any alcohol, so, like, I told the woman, I was like, you know, do you have anything non-alcoholic? And she was like, no, we don't, but we're starting a line because so many travelers, they just want to see the Guinness Brewery. Yeah. But they don't drink. So, and I was like, I thought that was pretty cool, man. Like, they're pretty, you know, pretty pretty understanding. Yeah, they got, got something for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they don't become a multi-billion dollar corporation for no reason. True. And if somebody wants to spend $9 on a glass of non-alcoholic Guinness, why should they stop? I'll tell you, when I was drinking, uh, because, you know, when I was living in Germany, like, you know, I lived like three hours from Amsterdam, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd go, I've probably been there a dozen times, man. Uh, You want to know how many times I've been to the Heineken Brewery? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, but every time I'd go to Amsterdam, that's how I'd start my trip. I'd go to the Heineken Brewery. People that worked there started recognizing me. <laughs> like, they were like, here you go, dude. <laughs> you already had your customized mug, and they're like, oh, here you go. <laughs> so the Heineken Brewery is cool. Like, you know, I like it a lot. Did you, did you get the chance to see that one? I didn't go to that one. Oh, you missed out. I only went to Amsterdam once, and it was like the traditional... Sightseeing. Going, like, yeah, see the stuff on the town, and then at night, go to the fucking red light district, look at all that stuff. See all the crazy shit. Because you yeah. have to see it at one... Uh, Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's yeah. part of part of fucking going. You can't go and not. Yeah, you know what's surprising, man? It's not as big as you think it'd be. No, and it's not nearly as like fucking nasty or what? Like as yeah. much as they make it be like sound like on TV or something like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, everybody can get fucking laid. You're like, <laughs> nah, not really. Like I don't know. They're big, just just straight business. Like there's yeah. no. And, like, know. that's one thing I liked about like Amsterdam. Like, cause like you know all all I knew about it before I went there for the first time was. You know, I think that movie, uh, what was it? Was it uh, Eurotrip? Eurotrip, yeah. Yeah, it was Eurotrip. And it just made it seem like it was so crazy and, like, all of this, like, sex and drugs. It's all this place was built on. It was all thrown in your face. Yeah, literally, like, just pussy smashed in your face, like, all the time. (laughs) And then, like, you get there, and, I mean, they have, like, tours through the Red Light District because it's a historical place, you know, and a lot of those buildings are, like, protected buildings and stuff, you know. And, I mean, it's it's a legalized, regulated industry. And... You know, so so you went on one of these tours and saw it, and, you know, I was like, okay, that's interesting, you know, um, that's cool. And then one thing I noticed, too, about, like, the dispensaries, so, like, you know, the coffee shops, everyone's like, whoa. You know, yeah. It's in your face. Uh, if you take a picture on any main street in Amsterdam, you will never catch a glimpse of a coffee shop. They're all in alleyways. Like, the city has regulated. They understand that, like, there's vices to, like, human society. But, like, oh, yeah. They take him and they're like, you just put that shit in a corner. Yeah, they're like, like, don't fucking interfere with our nice streets. Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta put that shit on the side. But I I think, like, honestly, to this day, like, you know, Amsterdam's probably, like, one of the most well-built, prettiest places I've ever been in my life, man. I mean... Yeah, it is extremely nice. And everyone speaks English, like... Yeah. Very, very well. And they're, like, excited to do... Like, they're not rude about it. Like... Yeah, they're actually, like, helpful. Yeah. Like, I went to France and they were just kind of like... Dude, you're in France. You you speak French. Yeah, French was, people, even if they, which most, like, even if they do speak English, they won't fucking let you know. They'll be like, they'll just speak French to you and be like, man, yeah, fuck dude. you. I know, man. They, I, mean, I which, get it. I mean, know? they don't fucking like us. We don't like them. It's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But France seemed like a cool place, though, man. I, I, didn't get I only drove through it. I never, like, stopped and did anything there. I, yeah. I went to Metz, man. Did a little like day trip to Metz, but I never made it to Paris, dude. Because... I didn't either, dude. I heard it was dirty as shit. I don't, yeah. I don't know because I didn't go. But every, everyone that had been there told me it was fucking nasty. All the guys that I, I, well, a lot of guys that I work with, they went, and they were like, man, they were like, it is like, 
fucking like, slums, like how how the news describes LA right now, dude. Like it's just like tent city, like trash everywhere, like dude. That's insane. weird. And then like they're always and, but, like, and that was years ago too. Like mm-hmm. that's not even a recent thing. Yeah, man. I don't know how it is now. I wouldn't assume it'd be any better. Well, no, I, so. they just had a bunch of riots and shit. Did they really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to read more about it. But like, their um, their president, prime minister, what a Macron or whatever his name yeah. is. He uh he did something where he basically went around you know their parliament you know their congress or whatever, and uh, like what did what did he do he he went after people's like retirement essentially their social security damn and I can't remember if he seized the funds like froze them or if he just significantly raised the rate like the age of retirement. But he got, like, no approval for it whatsoever. But he was just like, fuck you. Yeah. It's happening. And it was, like, a budget issue with their government. Like, I mean, you got to make tough choices. You got to pay for shit, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, dog. So probably frivolous fucking spending has led to them fucking their people over. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And, bro, people flipped shit. I mean, they were like, there was fires in the streets. I mean, Dude, imagine if that shit happened in America. Oh, dude. Immediate riots. Like, even even the old people. I mean, they'd be, like, fucking canes and machine guns I don't know. <laughs> they would not be taking that shit granny's packing a clip yeah you're like I know you were one week away from retirement but we just jacked that shit up seven more years get back to work motherfucker yeah dude <laughs> God. but like I don't know man like, like France is always riding and shit you know and, oh I, I remember why I didn't go to Paris for a country with no fucking guns that's, pro- that's probably their that's their issue no one has guns so they just act stupid if they had guns people would be afraid to do that bullshit yeah yeah seems like there is a checks and balance to that to some degree you know what I mean like like, I mean, shit, you know, I lived in Alaska for a few years, and, you know, everyone's got guns up there, and there was, like, I don't know, like, I mean, there was crime, of course, right? Yeah. Like, crime happens, but, like, I don't know, it just didn't seem like it was nearly as bad up there, and everyone kind of talked about how it's either it either Denmark or Sweden, they, um, guns are, like, op- like everyone has a fucking Switzerland. gun. Switzerland, that's yeah. what? Okay. Yeah. Guys, they're like and they have, like, no crime. None. Because literally every citizen is issued a gun. Yeah. So they're like, crazy? are you going to be stupid enough to try to break into someone's house? Like, yeah. you've got a gun, I've got a gun, fuck you, we're just going to be cool about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, like, interesting, man, like, traveling, like, you see, like, crime is, like, in certain regions, like, like doesn't exist where it exists in other places. Yeah. Right? Like, America, like, we got property crimes out the ass, right? Like, everybody's just robbing people to break into For sure, shit. yeah. Shit, dude, my cousin, he's just, he just moved down to Florida, like, a week. He only been on the floor, like, a week. He started a new job, and then, like... He was staying in a hotel while he was getting an apartment set up and all that stuff down there, and then like someone literally just broke into his truck, <laughs> like just bashed out, the, bashed out the goddamn window, and then it was just like, you know, like come on, man. But then when I lived in Germany, I remember like I was like constantly locking my doors, you know, typically like you would do like in you know in America. Yeah. And uh, I remember one time like I had my doors locked, and some some maintenance had to get done, and then my landlord was like, hey, like you know, I'm gonna have these guys come over and work on like the heat or something like that, and. Uh, I was like, oh, well, I got to go down there and meet you. I got to unlock it. And he was like, you lock your door? Like, he was genuinely like, confused. Yeah. So I lived in a village that only had, like, a 1,000 people in it, right? And he was like, no one locks their doors here. He was like, that's, like, not a thing here. I'd be like, all right, fine. Well, I'm going to be the last motherfucker gets robbed then. Because <laughs> <laughs> in America, we lock our shit up because we'll get fucking killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, they like the murder rate over here, too, man. Like, oh, I don't know, man. It's just, like, America truly is, like, the Wild West, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, we got, like, some crazy freedoms over here, and, like, I value that over anything else. But, oh, like, yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> it's just, like, I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's crazy what is allowed and then what is not. That's that's yeah. the fucked up part. Dude, I took a I took a trip to Houston like a I don't know like a month ago or whatever. I went down there for like this little convention and so you know I'm down there with a couple guys or whatever you know to work with and so we we go out. We hit Green Street, like, real touristy area, right? Like, downtown. And then, of course, you know, they want to hit, like, the bars and play pool. Whatever, kind of go oh, out yeah. for a night, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, like, I had been down there when I was a kid, right? And I'm 32 now. And there is a significant change in that region. It, there is so many homeless people. Like, people, like, I mean, and for those of you who don't know, you know, cannabis is still highly illegal in Texas and people are just like smoking blunts on the street. They don't give a shit. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. And the cops are just like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, they probably just give it up on it. Like yeah. there's, there's no point. Just like, like, what do you want me to do, man? And it's like, dude's dude, fucking shooting heroin in the alleys. Like I literally saw smoking. like needles, like in the street and stuff. And I was just like, good God, man. And then like every, what, like the most frustrating part is like every 20 feet you walk, someone's asking for money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I get helping out people, man. But like, Come on, brother. <laughs> like, we know what you're doing, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. They'd be like, can you just cut out the middleman and just give me the fucking crack right now? Like, <laughs> I don't need the money. I just want the drugs. <laughs> I want the crack. You're like, if you shotgun this MD-2020, then maybe <laughs> I'll give you a crack rock. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, fucking uh, bum fights. Remember that shit? Bum fights. Yeah. Was that the dude that was like paying homeless people yes, to fight Yes, to do each crazy other? shit. And then he went on Dr. Phil dressed as oh, Dr. Phil shit. and got kicked off the show. I remember that. He shaved his head and everything. Yeah, like, had, like, wore the mustache. same suit, mustache, looked exactly <laughs> like him. And then he, because uh, he brought, Dr. Phil brought him on the show to talk about he was like exploiting people. And then the yeah. dude comes up and he was like, that's exactly what your show is. You exploit people every fucking day. And he was no, like, he get off my show. Wasn't lying. Made a point, dude. That's what he, I mean, he's in the business of exploitation, but. I still can't believe that. You know, like, that cash me outside girl or whatever. Oh my God. Dude, she's a multi-millionaire now. Because of that that, one episode, And she was like, she was like 13 when that shit happened, right? Yeah, I know she was a young kid. She was a young teenager. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, good God, dude. Now she's like a multi, like, she makes millions of dollars on fucking OnlyFans. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, as soon dude, as soon oh as she turned God. as soon as she turned eighteen, made OnlyFans and was immediately like one of the fucking top performers on that top movie. ten trend. Yeah, dude. God damn. Like I don't. But I and before that she did like she was in a bunch of rap videos and shit. Yeah, Just, I remember seeing but that. But goddamn, Doctor Phil was where she got her start. My God. For being a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> she was on there for being a shithead in the first place. He flew too close to the sun. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've watched a podcast with Doc, Dr. Phil was on Joe Rogan, and he was actually, oh, really? he was a, I mean, he actually made valid points. He was a, like a, uh, I don't know, he was like speaking, speaking clear. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. being a real doctor. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, know. I don't think he's a dumb guy by any means. Oh, no, he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I think I might have saw some clips where he's talking about like, the fentanyl crisis and stuff. Like yeah, that. that, and he's talking about basically how kids are fucking shit today and parents need to step up and do all that kind of stuff to them but oh yeah man hear that but it's always like a story you know the next generation is always the worst right for sure but it it seems to be true every time too like i don't know (laughs) yeah man like progressively we're just gonna eventually just get to where we can well we're heading in that direction but we're just gonna be like the guy what's that fucking cartoon show where they're literally never get out of the chair and they zoom around in the fucking lazy boys and they're fat as shit Oh, I know. It's like it's, a future it's a Pixar movie or something. Space movie, yeah, right? yeah. Like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. But, oh, I mean, man. soon enough, dude, virtual reality, 
just fucking shoveling cheeseburgers in. We forget how to get out of the chair and walk. We'll get out and just go straight to the floor because we haven't used our muscles. <laughs> like it's coming. Yeah, atrophy. yeah, dude. Shit your pants on the way down too because you got no control of your bowels. That'd be good. That's good. Have, a, goddamn, happens, have a robot clean it up. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, some 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 kids. I I just feel like they're kind of more calm though. You know, like. They're more calm because they're fucking babies. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I take a few like college classes and stuff, and you know, like, I'm an older dude, but like a lot of the lot of lot of the kids, kids, they're adults in my class. You know, they'll they'll be you know about like twenty, twenty two years old, and like, I mean, these guys. That is not how I was acting when I was like. 20, 22 years no, old. No, that's how I was acting when I was, like, fucking six. Yeah, like, you know. At the age of nine, I was sneaking out and fucking breaking shit and tearing stuff yeah. up. But like, fuck, yeah. if you say one, like, if you just yell, those kids will, like, cower. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I, I did notice that, like, any... One thing I've noticed is, like, they perceive it as, like, violence or aggression. Even if you're just being happy. If like, even if you're, like, assertive. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, like, any, anything. You can like, come in excited and scare the shit out of them. You can just tell people, like, I don't agree with that. And then it's just like, like it just blows up They're the like, matrix. They're you know like, holy I mean? shit. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, a white supremacist? Well, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Here's my wallet. <laughs> I don't have fucking money in it, but here's it. But I guess there's a couple guys on the campus, like some of those frats, man, they go, you know, they go hard on the paint. And I was like, so that gives me a little hope for like, I mean, the at least somebody's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, one of the guys, my class, stopped. We got a beer the other day, man, and, um, uh, I ordered Bud Light, and he was, like, asking me. He's like, man, like, you know, you worried about ordering Bud Light? And I was like, man, like, I, I, not really, you know. And I was telling him a story, and I think I actually, I might have told you about this earlier. But, uh, dude, so I've always drank Bud Light, like, mm-hmm. since I was 16, right? That's always been, like, the drink of choice yeah. going to. Like, that's iconic Americana in my mind, you know what I mean? Like, it's been there with me in the beginning. It'll be there in the end. <laughs> you know, it's like so. Um, so I don't. I don't really care about like any companies like political. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't as long as they're making the fucking beer, you're gonna drink it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cheap. It's easy to go down, man. Like it, it's whatever, you know. And so I was telling a story, man. On multiple occasions, I've been like, I don't say like accosted but like verbally like called out like at gas stations purchasing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude and uh so like i know you you know but like uh we got a, a gas station that's in our town a bunch of old timers sit at in the mornings right sipping their morning coffee yeah, reading sip, the paper sipping their morning coffee sipping you know uh whatever you know eating all that and all that crap and they're usually like old like retired guys and stuff like that and uh so you know when i go in there in the morning and you know i get gas or whatever you know um, I'll go ahead and just pick up the beer for the day, throw it in the trunk, and then pop it in the fridge whenever I get home. Well, the the last time I was buying uh, a case of Bud Light, I'm walking up there, and I mean I'm out of my own business. I'm not I'm not really worried about anybody. And then I just hear, "You support transgenders?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't. I was like, "What?" Like it, it threw me off. And he was like. What did he say? He, oh, then he said, he said, transvestites. <laughs> and I turned around and I was just so confused. I'm like, huh? And then he was like, he was like, you know, everybody's boycotting that stuff, right? He called me boy. I was like, what? <laughs> and it just blew up. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, is boy, that? you yeah. getting that beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck is this, man? And I, I explained to him, I was like, look, man, like, I don't, I don't really care. 
you know, like, I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, I, I try to I try to have it. He wanted to have that kind of debate or whatever. It was also like, I don't know, 9 o'clock in the morning or something. And I told him, I was like, look, did they fuck up? Sure, right? They didn't know their audience. I don't know how you I don't know, know how they didn't know their fucking audience. This <laughs> has always been Clydesdales and American flags yeah, and like, all this other shit. I really the don't think Bud Light shit. is the face of a transgender beer. Like, if you went into a gay bar, I don't really think they're like, blue light, fuck Bud Light, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, there, Maybe so, I don't know. I'll come back to that. There is, yes, that's happening now. Bud Light gay bar? Uh, oh, or because the of... The community this, is turning on Bud Light. The... Yeah, like the, the the LGBTQ plus community is turning on Bud Light. So now everyone hates them. Everyone hates them. <laughs> oh, because they fucking they, they back down they on back it. down on it. Yeah, and Apollo, they were like, we never should have sent that gay can out, dude. Oh man, and then that was like what got me. I tried to tell that old guy, man, you know, which I tried to try to be as nice as possible because he's just an old dude. You don't know. Yeah, listen, you goddamn geriatric fuck. <laughs> I don't have to explain myself to you or anyone else. Crack it in the store. I'm out of here. <laughs> Slam it on the ground. <laughs> Flip him the bird and walk out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So I was, like, trying to tell. I was like, look, man. I was like, the way I see it is it's an adult beverage company made one promotional can for one private content creator. True. Because they were just trying to possibly explore another market. And I'm sure that they've sent fucking cans to shittier people. They sent some to Post Malone? Uh, Post, uh, Post Malone. Post yeah. Malone? Yeah, yeah, he had some. There's tons of art. Tons of people have gotten them and stuff. I mean, like, yeah. they like they probably sent one to Jeffrey Dahmer back in the day. Like, come on, fuck out. <laughs> Just like, he's got, how he's much like, coverage you got Yo, here? man, you got a can here? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, to go, go back to it, man. Um, so, obviously, like, you know, every conservative in America, well, not everyone, but, like, a lot of people were like... Fuck, fuck Bud, Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Dude, their stock price is tanked. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know what it's at now, but... Dave, they've lost... I think, I think it was like $26 billion. Jesus. Man, since all this started. Good time to buy. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> about it. I'm thinking about it. Anyway. I should have come back. Yeah, for sure. But, uh... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the LGBTQ plus community is, like, turned on them, man. Like, because they didn't stand up for them, Or they feel they didn't stand up for them. I mean, they didn't. They publicly... The, uh... Was that the spokesperson? Or what was his position... You talking about the CEO? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the CEO went on CBS. Uh, yeah, he went on CBS like on a morning show or whatever. And I he, mean, you he, he didn't flat out of like admit to being wrong, but he did. He did apologize, didn't he? Or he, he like, dude, it was the it was the most like political spin shit yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Like he never admitted he did anything wrong, or his company did anything wrong, but he never. Admitted he was doing good to like even acknowledge it happened. He was like, a can was sent. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> that I did it or knew anything about it. Like when politicians get caught doing something dirty, yeah, it's yeah. like they just try to like weasel their way out of it, you know? But yeah, man, I watched that interview and like what got me, dude, was like, the, the, Ed, you know, the anchors were actually trying to help and they're throwing him a bone. Oh, yeah. Hand, and uh, they were talking about, you know, how patriotic he is. But I'm not questioning his patriotism by any means. But uh, apparently, you know, he was in the military. He was in the Marines. And then he got out of the Marines and he worked for the CIA. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, and then he became the CEO, CEO of Anheuser Busch. <laughs> so you explain to me how the fuck that happens, right? Like, how does your resume be like Marine, CIA, CEO of a massive multi-billion-dollar fucking beer company? Yeah, like tr like transnational corporation. Yeah, right? like global conglomerate, you know, and like that. Okay, he's that a young dude too, man. Like he does not look like. 
So he, I could see if it was like a four-star general. I was like, yeah, I was yeah, in the like clearly, years, yeah. Like, I shaped this part of the world. You know what I mean? But like, even then, like, when how did he get time? Like, was he was he just handed the position? I don't know, man. Because if you're in the Marines, probably four years. CIA minimum. I mean, minimum. I would feel like if you were in the CIA, you would do more than just four years. I don't yeah, know, but I, I mean, I, I would feel like a little stint of that. But imagine it, the job's kind of stressful. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. You get. Tired of smuggling cocaine and shit? I don't know. <laughs> Arms getting tired. Paying off cartels, yeah. <laughs> Paying off cartels. <laughs> giving them guns. Yeah. Letting them, letting them bring coke over. You know the deal. Yeah. AKs for coke. Yeah. Shout out to Rick 80s. Ross. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, man. Um, so it kind of got me wondering, man. You know, because, you know, like, I like conspiracy theories and stuff like that, right? And uh, I was like, man, like, is this, like, some sort of, like, psyop? like a test on the American people, you know? Like, let's do this, and let's just see... I don't know what their motive or agenda is. I mean, I'm probably just talking out my ass about this, to be honest with you. But how much can they influence people, right? And then you think about it on the, on the flip side, the number one selling beer in America now is Modelo. Mexican is cartel. Mexican... Dude, I'm like, whoo! Cocaine uh, in the beer cans coming across the border. Calling it now. <laughs> So I feel like they had, like, their board meeting. They walk in there. They have a chart. It just says, America, not that ready for the gay shit yet. <laughs> They're like, no. Still, still, we thought we were ready, but apparently not. People got pissed off about that shit, so. Turns give, out we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, give it a couple more years. Yeah. Oh, man, did you see that uh, that Miller Lite shit? No. Oh, yeah, okay. So the, the Miller Lite stuff actually happened, like, a month or two before the Dylan Mulvaney controversy, right? And, uh, so Miller Lite, they, uh, they had a campaign. It was like, it was all about like feminism and like empowering women and stuff like that. And they're trying to change their image where they don't like exploit women. Right. So they ran this whole campaign where if you, <laughs> and they were like telling people to go in like their, their parents' garage and their attics and find old like promotional stuff from like Miller Lite. Oh, like, with the chicks in bikinis? Yeah, dude, like chicks in bikinis, like any anything that like remotely painted women like in a possibly like sexual manner or anything like that. And they were like, we'll buy it back from you. And then they were taking it and they were just like grinding up in a compost, destroying it and like Yeah, dude. Was that fucking compost safe for the environment? Is that better <laughs> I fucking bit? I will You gotta look at the commercial. The commercial's funny. It is, it is. They're like, any old Miller Lite titty pics, we'll buy them back. Yeah, dude. It's like some pissed off woman just like running around talking about like, we're changing this company. I don't know, man. Like, it's just funny as hell. It's like actual pictures of her in the bikini. She's like, (laughs) she doesn't want anyone to see it. She's like, I'm an empowered woman now. (laughs) I hopped on the next thing that's popular. And that was a dick. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, it's it's a wild, wild thing, dude. Yeah. So, like, beer shouldn't fucking try to get into the PC culture. That just doesn't make nah, sense. Nah, hell no, dude. No, dude. Like, that's... Like, pick a goddamn craft beer or something if you're going to do that shit. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? Like a microbrew. Truly, beer. truly, whatever, that brand. Like, they sure. could probably support they probably that, shit. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'll go over. Not no goddamn blue-collar redneck comes home and drinks that shit, I don't think. So, yeah. yeah. they're probably safe. That was one thing that was interesting about being in Portland. Like, so, like, I ordered Bud Light. The entire time, I never caught shit. Never caught shit. I'm surprised they even had it. They did. Uh, they, they didn't have it on draft. They only had it ah, in cans. Okay. Yeah, okay. so Portland, like, like it's, it's kind of cool. Like, if you're into craft beer, like, that's, like, I like that shit. all they have up there, man. And uh, so it's, it's really good, and a lot of it's, like, real local stuff. 
I but, do I do like that kind of stuff. That's just yeah. <laughs> but man, I tell you what, like you know, here in Texas, man, I order a Bud Light somewhere, dude. I get some looks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna magically turn gay after yeah. having this? I've been drinking this shit for what sixteen years. I don't think that shit's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> like you're going for that ultra delayed reaction. Yeah, there you go. Right. I drink Bud Light. Oh, there's gonna be lawsuits, dude. I drank Bud Light 20 years. Now I'm gay. <laughs> Something went wrong. It's in that goddamn drink. I knew I didn't like dick until I touched that stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, they, uh, I get some, I get some, I get some damn looks, man. Like, and, <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, man. Some of the rednecks down here are kind of aggressive about it, you know? And, like, my thing is, like, dude, like, check it out. Like, I'm just going to be real with you, dog. Like, in my opinion, that's, like, the most American shit ever is just to be like, if you like it, you order it, you stick by it, that's what you do. Like, fuck everyone else. You know what True. I mean? True. That's like, what a goddamn patriot would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I tell people. Like, well, you just want to be like a sheep and go with the crowd? Like, once you do, it makes you happy. You know what I mean? Like, if you enjoy something, do that, man. Like, Instead, they're like, fuck. They're looking up the Anheuser-Busch. They're like, can't drink. Can't drink Bud Light. Can't drink Budweiser. Can't drink fucking Modelo. There's like a there's a list of shit that they own. Like, oh, dude. I think they it's own like, a bunch of fucking stuff. I think, like, stuff. mainstream, I think it's like 10 or 12 beers. Yeah. I, like, I... I I, I never even saw the list until all that shit people were passing around like here's they, they own all of these fucking companies like I know they own Shock Top too do they? I didn't mm-hmm. know that yeah it's just crazy and then they own a bunch of like well not a, I'm like a bunch of bunch but they own like a lot of like microbreweries too like craft beer and stuff oh yeah yeah man they've sure. got their hand in a lot of shit man you know making money man that's but dude I'm, what do you think like a year probably less than a year that shit will be Totally gone. Well, I'll be back dude, to normal. Yeah. Dude, especially America. Americans have like the memory of like a goldfish half the time. Oh yeah, you're like woo fucking shiny. We're like oh my god. Yeah, dude. Or like, the next goddamn horrific fucking trial or plane crash or anything else, we just forget about whatever the fuck was oh, going oh, on. Okay. Like, the old pull the wool over your eyes. Like <laughs> every time the old saying, like every time something is in the news, you're always like, what's really going on yeah. behind the scenes? That's always fucking true. There's always some actual real shit that people should care about going on. Yeah. But the media is just going to fucking blast some bullshit for the rest of the fucking time. Yeah. Now it's time for a quick message from our sponsors. Are you searching for natural plant-based solutions to enhance your well-being? Well, look no further than premium kratom powder from M&W Labs. Introducing our premium kratom products crafted with care and expertise. Life can be demanding, and we understand the need for reliable support to face the challenges ahead. M&W Labs Kratom offers you the perfect blend of tradition and modern science, bringing you the power of Kratom in every leaf. Unlock the potential of Kratom with M&W Labs' diverse range of strains. Whether you're seeking a natural energy boost, calm and relaxation, or relief from everyday discomfort, we have the perfect solution for you. Are you ready to experience the power of nature's gift? Visit our website at mnwlabs.com to place your order today. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is standing by to assist you. Now let's get back to the show. Speaking of real shit, man, that, that uh, I've been listening to uh, a couple guys who declared their candidacy uh, president. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you listened to uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Have you heard that guy? A little bit about him. Yeah, so he is a Democrat, uh, but he's the nephew of JFK, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know, talking about keeping in the family, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, this dude is, like, probably out of all the candidates I've ever listened to before, um, he's probably the most knowledgeable. And he started out, like, as an environmental activist. Um, he, then he got into um, trying to, like, help regulate, like, 
big pharma and all that stuff. I mean, he did he did a bunch of stuff, and then now he's like trying to run for president. But he has a three hour podcast with Lex Friedman, and I'm telling you, this guy, any question, it wasn't like there was no spin, man. Like, and I he's never, actually fucking straightforward. He knows what he's talking about, man. And you that's know, fucking unheard of in politics. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I get it. Like you know, like some people lean left, some people lean right. But like what he was saying was, they pulled it and. He, out of all the Democratic candidates right now, he has, I don't know how they measure this, but he has the most likely possibility of flipping someone who's like, like Oh, like on the fence? Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, and he's like, I'm telling you, man, like, if he gets in a ring with Biden, like, that ain't, that's, that's not going to go up to, I mean, he's just going to destroy Biden. Maybe. Well, I mean, if you put a fucking monkey in a space suit, you'd be Biden's ass, so. <laughs> At this point, it's just elder abuse, dude. Yeah, like. He's a goddamn bumbling muppet. Yeah, man. I did like it would be funny if he wasn't the president of the United States. It's yeah, like, then it would be hilarious. <laughs> like, you know. If he was the CEO of Anheuser Busch, <laughs> he would have got forget. They'd be like, "Oh my God, we'll just give the old man a pass. He doesn't fucking know. Yeah. Who knows that it had a dick? He doesn't. No one knows." Yeah, man. But yeah, that that RFK man. He, check him out, man. He's pretty good. He's been going on like a bunch of podcasts too, man. And this is what I liked about it. Like, so the podcast has that you know long open form, right? Yeah, yeah. He can like, actually talk. Yeah. And get, like, get his fucking points across. And the shitty thing about American like politics, at least for like presidency, is like what you get three debates. Yeah. And then you got some like hack news anchor telling you to shut up every sixty seconds, you know, you can't get can't get a, a coherent thought out. You can't talk about yeah. this shit, you know? And it's like, dude, this is the dude who's gonna be the leader of the free world. Like America controls over fifteen percent of the world's GDP. Like it's not a like it's not a it's not a game, dog. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, these people talk their thoughts out, right? And uh so he's so uh Robert F. Kennedy, man, has been going on all these podcasts, man. Like, he was on the Theo Vaughn podcast, Lex Friedman. He was on the Joe Rogan Experience. And, I mean, this dude is just throwing it out there. But there's no other candidates that I've really seen right now that have done that. Um, I know, like, last election, there was a few, like, you know, like, famously Bernie Sanders on the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, Jesus Christ, Joe Rogan's voting for Bernie Sanders. (laughs) And I was just like, whatever, dude. You know? But, I don't know. You know, but I think it's cool. He's got that long form, man, and, like, I've, I've listened to it a lot, man, and he's pretty well thought out. And it, it threw me off, man, because, um, you know, like, you know, I got my own, like, political beliefs and, like, things that I value, which typically lean a little more libertarian in aspects. But, uh, you know, he was talking about, you know, border security is important. He wants to help regulate big pharma and, like, change how the vaccines uh, work, you know, like, where they don't get that. Goddamn right, where they're not just fucking slung out to everyone and pushing on people without being tested. Yeah, yeah, he talks about that. I mean, he wrote that book, The Real Anthony Fauci. And so another, another good point that he actually made, too, that I liked was he wants to legalize cannabis federally and then tax it at the federal level and then take 100% of the revenue, tax revenue from that, and then build and apply it to clinics that help treat and prevent drug addiction. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care what they do with the taxes, but <laughs> I'm cool with legalized <laughs> marijuana everywhere. <laughs> Open up some goddamn jail cells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some yeah. bullshit. Dude, imagine being in jail, like, you know, you got caught with, like, a couple of ounces or whatever. Maybe it was, like, back in the three-strike days. You remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. And then it's just, like, you look outside your cell window and you see, like, dispensaries popping up. yeah. You see, like, an old black dude hanging outside the window, just smoking, <laughs> smoking a J, blowing it in your face. Like, just, yeah, what you, what are you in for? You got, like, seven years left. I'm in for weed! <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know, I feel like, man, like, they should, like... That shit is fucking bullshit. I know in a yeah, couple, like, there's multiple states, but they're, they're working on the process 
of like cutting those people out of jail. Like expunging or like, exonerating like, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, as soon as that shit gets fucking signed while the goddamn ink's wet, you have like you know what their charges are. Just let the motherfuckers out. If, if all they had was a fucking marijuana charge, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. If it's illegal, like if the law has changed, let those motherfuckers out. That'd be like if there was someone still in jail because they were bootlegging booze during Prohibition. Yeah. We would all laugh at that. We'd be like, how ridiculous is this? Yeah. Like, this is stupid, man. But yet... There's no telling how many fucking... Dude, there's got to be tens of thousands of people, if not more, that are in jail only for marijuana charges, and it's probably legal in their fucking state. I think it's just... I don't know. I think it's like a... I think it runs deep. I think it's more of a money thing. It is. It's the whole privatized prison shit. Like, they get... It's just like school. You get fucking money for everybody that's in there. That's why they don't want to let you go home. (laughs) (laughs) Prison's just like school to me. Yeah, dude, you get a goddamn certificate at the end saying you showed up every day. Like, prison the same way. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. I'd be be pretty salty, man, if I was in that that fucking position. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so... (laughs) Shit, I don't know, man. They... Imagine the fucking guard comes up and he just smells like weed. He's like, I'm going to get so fucking high when I'm off shift. Like, you're, like, <laughs> you're shaking the bars and I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> he's like taunting you with it. Yeah. He's eating a gummy bear in front of you. He's got a fucking, he's got a fucking CBD car, or like a THC cart, just blown in your face. He's like, oh, I'm in my lunch break. Oh ah. my God, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they, dude, <laughs> I'd be so fucking pissed. I mean, but, like, I don't know, but, like, at what point do you draw the line, you know, like, I mean, I, I get, like, you know, a couple ounces or something like that, or maybe even, like, a couple pounds, but, like, I mean, what about the dude that got caught doing, like, a transatlantic shipment of, like, 40,000 pounds or some shit, but you if, know what I mean? if it's but, fucking, if it's federally legal, like, that's, I mean, is, at that point, it would be, like, do you have a light, I guess you would need a license to maybe, distribute, like, if he was a fucking wholesaler or, like, maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe changes, like conviction and make it like a tax thing or something like yeah that. yeah you know what i mean yeah like pay back i mean that's really all it's about it's just money oh yeah because they don't give a shit what people are doing yeah yeah man they don't they really don't give a shit dude at all and then like everyone's opinions like flip-flop hardcore oh yeah you know like i remember like when obama was running for president or whatever and he was like pushing obamacare and he was like hey like we need health care reform in america because like nobody can afford it right yeah. <laughs> like i know so many people who don't have health care in this country and uh Friggin' everyone was, like, all, like, everyone on the right was, like, protesting, like, he's gonna kill grandma, like, it's just gonna be horrible, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're not gonna be able to get the treatment they want or need yeah. or whatever, maybe, blah, 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 blah. Well, like, fast forward, like, a couple years, you know, and then a virus comes out that, like, I don't know, specifically targets the elderly, and everyone's like, fuck grandma! <laughs> like, I wanna go to fucking like, Chili's! Put that bitch out! I need the vaccine first! I'm tired of being cooped up! <laughs> Grandma's lived a happy and healthy life, like, alright? She's a solid 55. She's like, fuck it, she's done. She's, she's done her time here. Check out! Check out! <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You think we went over the top with all that response to COVID shit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Total bullshit. Yeah, I could, I could see that, man. I didn't get vaccinated. I had nothing fucking wrong with me. I still did my normal shit. That was a good thing about being in Texas. Like, yeah. as long as you weren't in the big city, they didn't give a shit. Oh, you remember me? I got it, man. I got, like, super sick. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, nine days straight, man. I was like, dude. I, and then, you know, the shitty part, man, like, my entire adult life, I've had health insurance, right? Um, just, just working and stuff. Yeah. Know? 
and that was the one month. <laughs> that was like the one break. It was literally break. a month. There was <laughs> one break that I had where I did not have health insurance. <laughs> and, dude, I'm like literally like dying in my bedroom, dude. And I'm like, this is going to kill me. Like, this is actually going to kill me. Like, this is the end of this. And, um, dude, I just remember just like laying like on my knees, like on the side of the bed and just like sitting there and just like praying to like whatever higher power would answer like just please like stop make this stop <laughs> make this go away or kill me now yeah, like, it, lasted, it lasted five more days after that <laughs> <laughs> so, but, like, but it had me alarmed man because i was like coughing up hacking up shit and then eventually i don't know if it was from my lungs or you know something in my throat or what eventually there was like blood in that stuff man Jesus. and i was like oh god so then like i started, like whenever you're coughing up blood like even like you're not okay. It's there, not a good sign. It's not dude. good. It's not. But then I started having like <laughs> thinking about like respirators, like ventilators and shit. You know what I mean? Like not respirator, ventilators. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh god. And that was like that during the whole time where they were like, we don't have enough. And I was like, oh shit. No, uh, you better fucking makeshift <laughs> one out of a goddamn garden hose and a fucking coffee filter or something like. Yeah. Did you ever have to go to like the hospital uh, when you were in England? Or no. Like that? No. I had to go. Well, to, on, on, like, on base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I had to go to the hospital in Germany, and so I didn't. When I first showed up, they didn't. They weren't able to process like all like my insurance like through like the DOD and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So like it, t- it took a while for them to do that. So I got treated like a regular German citizen, and dude, honestly, not that bad. Not gonna lie. I mean, it kind of sucks. Like they put you in a room. Like you know how like in America, you kind of used to like you get put in a room maybe it's your own room or maybe like there might be one other person there and there's like usually like some dividers they try to keep it as private as possible yeah you yeah. know what i mean and then they just like threw me in a, and then this is like pre-covid and all this they just like threw me into like a room dude it's like a 50 bed hostel <laughs> dude, it was like there was uh, i think seven beds in there god damn no divider i mean we were close dude <laughs> close and this is a small room and they were all like i mean they're all elderly you know but they were like sick sick but, and I'm just, like, sitting here, like, this young dude, you know, like, just jacked up enough to go to the hospital, but not, like, you know, not dying or anything. Yeah, you look dude. at the granny, you're like, Jesus, you got to <laughs> yeah. treat her first. <laughs> but, like, all the doctors, I mean, like, even before, you know, my insurance stuff came through, like, they, I mean, they were very, very prompt. Like, they were, yeah. Like, on, yeah, you know, and so, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it'd be as bad as, like, people think it would be, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you always hear shit about, like, Canada is always one that's brought up, like, yeah. and England. England is yeah. another top one. They're like, dude, you're gonna yeah. die before you ever get seen. Like, but to like, as like, the flip side of that, what I kind of like is if there was some sort of, I'm not saying like totally socialized healthcare. Fuck that. That sounds horrible. But like, the option to have private as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You have some sort of like safety net, but then you can also just be like fuck it, I want to pay this extra Be like, money. okay, I want to skip the line and actually yeah. get seen. <laughs> yeah. What, you know, so, like, I need to see a doctor right now, not in six months. Like, yeah. Flash a card, and they're like, all right, come on in. They just flash the cash. Yeah, there that's, you go. That's the same shit. That, that's, that's how it is right that's now, all, anyways. That's yeah. all that matters anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really, dude, it's, it's so fucking, like, crazy, isn't it? You just lay a wad of hundreds by my insurance. <laughs> it's just like, the doctor it's will like see under you now. your card. Like, yeah, yeah. It's got, like, a money clip on there, too. <laughs> you know? Sure, right this way. Right this way. Just bring it in. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know, man, but... Hospitals scare the shit out of me, man. Dude, I I hate fucking hospitals. I hate, I hate being in them. I hate like I hate the like I don't know. Dude, like yeah, man, because you know like if you go to a hospital, like you, dog, you gonna be there for like six hours. At oh, least. minimum. You know what I mean? Minimum. Like, and so it's just like, whoo. And then <laughs> you got a higher chance of getting sick 
just from yeah, being yeah, there too. Know. Like, yeah. Get tuberculosis. Like, I don't know. Really, who knows, man? Probably fuck, at this point, COVID. Probably catch yeah. that shit again. Fucking little kids hacking and licking all over the seats everywhere. <laughs> like, fuck. Gotta wear a goddamn fucking hazmat suit to even go into place. Oh, I'll tell you another way that I get, like, weird looks, right? So, like, I'm not, like, too crazy about, like, being paranoid about COVID or anything. But, like, I still, like, occasionally, like, if something is, like, really dirty, right? Like, if I gotta sit in, like, a, a seat, like, in class that's been used by... A dozen kids that day, like I'll take out, <laughs> I'll take out a disinfectant wipe and I'll just wipe down the desk because like I got so sick from that stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to take a chance. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a Texas thing or whatever, but dude, every time I do that, man, everybody's just looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" It's <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then like the mask was always like a funny thing or whatever, but like you know what I found interesting is like when I was nineteen, I went to Japan, right? And it was this was like. SARS was a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, bird, it was SARS or bird flu. I can't Hell, remember. We've been through both. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it all just bleeds Which together. came first? <laughs> you know? Chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg. SARS or bird flu? <laughs> so, uh, uh, I remember getting off the plane, and as soon as I step off the terminal, everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, it's the fucking bird flu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, holy shit. And I remember, like, finally, finally, I realized, like, you know, and I'm sure you saw this, like, your time in Asia and stuff, or South Korea. Um, it's like a respect thing. Yeah. Like, if they feel sick, like, they wear it so they don't get other people sick. Or, like, fucking China, they've been wearing masks for fucking years because their air quality is terrible. Yeah. So, like, we're just not used to that shit here, you know what I mean? No, because if, if you wear, like, if you wear a mask in America, you're going to fucking rob somebody. Yeah, even before COVID, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. now, yeah. with COVID... You're still robbing somebody. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Remember when that shit happened? When they like mandated the mask or whatever? They were like, Everyone could just wear a fucking Halloween and mask and gun down people in Walmart. California was like on fire, dude. Like dude, everyone Cal- was just robbing everything, dude. Like they were just like taking whatever they want and then they were just like, fuck, what the fuck are we going to do, man? And they were taking be- stuff to survive. And by that, I mean TVs and VCRs. Yeah, yeah. I need these Air Force Ones if I'm ever going to make it alive. I just robbed some vintage shop and stole a VCR. I need this shit to live. I gotta watch my copy of Shrek on VHS. What's that shit on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Frank's explaining, or David Vito's explaining? Oh, yeah. He was was like, uh, (laughs) because they were like, you were stealing skis. Yeah, he's explaining the difference between surviving and looting. Yeah. And he was like... And there's a video of him stealing (laughs) skis. Yeah, but he's surviving because he's white. Yeah. (laughs) And they were like... And then it was like black people stealing food, and then it was just like, oh, they're looting. (laughs) They're like, no, the people carrying out TVs are the ones who are looting. (laughs) Those people have food. You can put a spin on just about anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you got half a brain, you can see through the bullshit, you know what I mean? Well, that's a tall order for most people, so... Oh, yeah, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd, yeah, California got crazy for a while there, dude. And then, like... I think they still are. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. still have that shit where... I mean, they were getting robbed heavily because they were allowed to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, people were literally just going in the stores and walking straight back out, and they couldn't fucking lay a hand on them. Because they did something. They passed where it was, like, it was like I think a dollar value, right? It was, like, as long as it was under a certain yeah. dollar value, then, like, the cops couldn't enforce it. So people would literally go in, put it in their car, reset themselves, go back in there. <laughs> it's so crazy, man. That shit... People, they were actually... I've read a story where they were actually... They robbed a train. They robbed, like, like an actual train? Dude, there? moving train. Like, Wild West style. Like, Breaking Bad? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like, are you like dude, yeah. Holy shit. And they got away with it. 
But, like, people are still moving out of California. And, like, I mean, why the fuck numbers. wouldn't you? Dude, yeah, dude, like, 100%, <laughs> dude. Especially, like, if you had, like, a business or, like, you owned a house out there and then, like, yeah. literally people are just, like... Trashing your like, shit whatever, and you dude. can't do anything yeah. about it. Dude, I'd pack my shit up and fly out of there. In San Francisco, beat. it's legal for people to just literally shit on the street. Are you serious? Yeah. Because now they pass. There's dude, no way, dude. They passed a law where if you like a homeless person can set up a tent on the sidewalk and that's his property. It's uh, fucking insane. I mean, I don't know what the answer is to the homeless crisis, right? Like, obviously, like it's a fucking sad thing. Fight to the death. Put him in a pen. <laughs> winner gets a house. Bum fights too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, the winner gets a house. Homes for the homeless. Yeah. Pay per view event. It'd probably actually probably make a lot of money. I'd watch it. Shit, that pay-per-view event, man, that fucking Mark Zuckerberg and um, Elon Elon Musk, dude, that, that shit's still on? As far as I know, that is going to oh, be, that is going to make, that is going to be the most, like, watched sporting event of all time. Oh, yeah, dude, it's going to, I think it's going like, to make more than that Pacquiao and Mayweather. For fight. sure, dude, because people that don't give a shit about that stuff are still going to watch that. Oh, yeah, dude, like 100%. Like, I've never paid for any sporting event, but I will pay to watch that shit. That's I did see, like, Musk release some, like, photos, I think on Twitter or some shit, like, of him, like, training. Yeah, he's got some high, like a very, very well liked and good. Like retired UFC fighter. Yeah, training him because he reached out to him and he was like, "Hey man, I really like you. I'll be." I was like, "I want to train you." And Elon was like, "Hell yeah, let's go." No. But old fucking Zuck is. I mean, he's in shape. I'll give him that. And he he won that no. goddamn jujitsu tournament. So. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Like he actually knows some <laughs> martial arts stuff. So. I, I just want Elon to get like cranked out on steroids and PCP and just yeah. beat him to death. Like that's how we should do it, man. We should get be like, all right, man, like lay down like here's the drugs of your choice. Yeah. You know? Like start off like, like here's some marijuana, here's some mushrooms, here's some cocaine, here's some heroin, here's some PCP, whatever you want to do. You don't want to feel it? Snort. Take take a key bump with that H. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna <laughs> you know say saying? Elon. Like, Elon's gonna go with some uh, liquid codeine and some mushrooms. That's, <laughs> I think Zuckerberg would go straight up for like probably probably Crystal like for for that. sure he look he's a goddamn lizard man crackhead like he would yeah he's a lizard he yeah he's, he's a goddamn robot or something he's weird he bathes in adrenochrome probably <laughs> that Illuminati drinks, tower yeah, he lives in drinks baby blood and shit like <laughs> I'm gonna stay young forever with my lizard skin <laughs> God that dude is so creepy isn't he he is he gets away with everything yeah I know man oh, I know man. <laughs> Shit. Oh, you like my shirt, man? I do. I noticed that. <laughs> dude, I've been catching so many looks from it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. you should wear it to a soup kitchen. To a soup <laughs> kitchen? I'm like serving out food yeah, to dude, people at a soup on, <laughs> on Thanksgiving and be like, here. I really. Or go drop off a bag of clothes to the Salvation Army. <laughs> like, here you go. I'll bring this in. <laughs> donate that. Yeah, dude, donate. <laughs> Uh, no, man, I, uh, I read this, uh, I read this book, man, called The Secret, and I watched it, they got a documentary about it if you, if you want to watch it or whatever, but it's, uh, it's the, practicing the, um, the power of positive vis- visualization, man. Yeah? Yeah. Like vision board type stuff, uh, or? No, more like, uh, the law of attraction, so, like, apparently in this book, regardless of what your capabilities are or how hard you actually work, if you just think about it long enough, it'll manifest itself and come true, right? So I figured I want to stop being poor, so I just got this shirt to remind me to... Hey, that's step one. <laughs> Buy a shirt stop, that says... Stop being poor. Remind. 
So it's about me. It's you not start, about them. You start feeling poor. Yeah. You just look at the shirt. It's not about the other people. It's about me. It's just a reminder to me. But when people read it, they think it's about them. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got to explain to everyone, like, no, nah, you know, the law of attraction. You know, kind of like, I was trying to explain it to, like, a, a guy that I, that I worked with, like, he was like, what is this law of attraction? I was like, well, you know, like, you know, you just keep stuff on your mind, you know, you put it out there and, you know, and like subtly, like the universe and you'll change the way you do things and, you know, things will kind of like slowly come together, right? And um, he was like, that's got to be the gayest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, let me put it this way. I was like, the law of attraction states, if you think, if you constantly think about getting fucked in the ass, all you're going to do is get fucked in the ass. So you might as well think a little positive. Mine's just stop being poor, dude. Stop being poor. It's step one, man. I like it. Trying to get that Musk money, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where I can go buy a small country. <laughs> pay off a dictator or some shit. <laughs> Look at me. I am your president now. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah, dude, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I think that's good. It's yeah. been an hour. I think it's an hour. All right, man. Well, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Dumpster Diary podcast. I have been your host, Justin Allen. And I am Moses Wartooth. Tune in next week for the next episode. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>